Hey there, this is Jessica Stewart, and you are listening to Finding Your Calm with Your Teenager, episode number 16. Anyone out there have trouble remaining calm when dealing with your teenager? I do, and I did, still do a lot of the time, and that's what this podcast is about. I truly believe that if you can remain calm with your teenager, you can pretty much remain calm in any situation. So listen in for my tips and really practical advice for how to do this in your own life. Stay tuned. Hey there, welcome. So glad you're here. And today I want to talk about our jobs as parents. And I want to do a little bit of a thought experiment, we'll call it. I want to look at our jobs as parents and really compare them to an actual physical, they are a job for sure. So, but I want to really compare it to an actual physical job that you would go in, be hired, have a, uh, be paid for it, have a job description, have a boss have um, everything that's involved in having a job. And imagine that it's a, a good job that you're supported at and you feel pretty confident with it. You go in every day, you know what you're supposed to be doing and the just kind of the, the feeling of that surrounding it. So you go into work, you know, um, you know what you're there to do. You know that you are there to complete a certain project on time, or you know that you're there to, you know, service customers and sell them whatever they need, groceries. You're there to help somebody find a new outfit. You're there to, um, you know, teach school that day. You go in and you know your job is maybe in a healthcare institution and you're there to take care of your patients and make sure that they are treated the best way possible. And you feel pretty good about yourself. You're like, I'm I'm rocking this thing. I'm pretty good at this job. And I know exactly what I'm supposed to be doing here. And you kind of finish your day. um, You are supported. So you have... Let's go back. You're not finished your day yet, but just with throughout the day of your job, you're supported. So you have a um, supervisor there who can, you can talk to if you're having difficulties and you can kind of bring up things with that person that like, I, gee, I didn't really don't know what to do here. Um, I'm not certain about what went you know, what went on with the situation or what I should do differently next time. And you have a pretty good boss who's, you know, willing to talk things through with you. You've got the time, you know, there's an end point in the day you get your, you know, you go through your day and you've got your specified lunch breaks. Um, you've got your coffee break where you can chat with whoever, like I'm just painting a picture. It could be any number of things. Maybe your job is nothing like this, but you have a definite sense of what you're there to do. Now, We're going to look at probably, I'm going to call it for me anyways, the, one of the hardest jobs on the planet for me. And this is not to, you know, say that other jobs aren't difficult and, um, 
It's not to compare and contrast with people who have children having an easier or having a harder life than people who don't have children. I don't mean that in any way. What I mean is for me, I find of all my jobs that I've had in my life, being a parent is the most challenging job by far. And we, if you think about how the parental job description is set up, actually, first of all, we don't even have really a job description. Like we're not even handed one. We're not even sure what we're supposed to do or we're handed a job description from the people before us. We're handed a job description from society and we're handed a job description from uh, what our parents think we should be doing. We're handed a job description from social media based on what they're, and so we kind of take all that in. It goes into our psyches and the job description is something like, you know, make sure your kids are happy all the time. Don't let them get hurt ever. You know, make sure that like you're, everything just goes really well with them. They're, they're protected, they're safe. And, you know, those are all absolutely things that, you know, we want to be doing, but the, the specifics of a job description are very helpful in making you feel that you are doing a good job. And that's kind of where I'm going with this is that when we have a good job description about what we're supposed to be doing, then we can feel like we can measure how we're doing and if we are being successful with parenting. And that's why I believe that we feel so defeated all the time as parents. Because if you look realistically at the job that we're doing, then we are dealing with human beings. And human beings are not projects. Human beings are not um, widgets that are to be made and completed and put in a box and shipped out. They're never finished in the sense of finished, complete, you've arrived. Like you, it, they, we're just not finished. Like if you want to argue with me on that, just think about yourself. Are you finished? Like you may be finished doing something, but you're never like, arrived and finished. So there's no ever, there's not ever a completion point. And so the idea that we're feeling like we're uh, failing all the time or not measuring up or not meeting expectations as parents, at least that's how I spent a lot of my time uh, feeling that way, makes sense because we don't have a great job description of what it means to be a parent. We don't have a clear job description. We don't know exactly what we are supposed to be doing on any given date. We won't see the results of maybe something that we're doing at this time coming out in this child until maybe years down the road. Like we, you don't get immediate sort of results as you would maybe with a project at work. So it can feel so much more satisfying just to go in and do your job But then when you come home and you're trying to do your job as a parent, which by the way is 24 seven, you're thinking about it a lot of the time. You don't have a lot of breaks. Like it's just such a, such a different job. So my proposal for this in sort of thinking about this is changing the job description to be something that feels like it's more doable. And in that 
um, what I would say to put on that job description would be the components of what I'm talking about in finding your calm. So the acronym that I talk about with finding your calm as a parent. So the typical things that we think about as being a successful parent is making sure you're making sure your children, you know, are happy and healthy and all those things. I'm not suggesting you throw those away, but with a human being with ever changing emotions, again, if you think that's the benchmark, then you are going to be failing at that a lot of the time. Cause generally speaking, humans cannot be, it's impossible to be happy all the time, maybe even half the time. So it's, these kinds of things that we, it's like a setup. We set ourselves up for this. So what I propose is looking at your success as a parent from the viewpoint of always kind of working towards values. So when I'm thinking about the core values, as opposed to actually a job description as a parent, you're looking at, okay, am I looking at these core values? And so the core values would be connection. Like, am I connecting with my child or my teenager today? Am I taking time to just be there? Like, you don't have to actually, phys- I mean, there's physical things you have to do, but just be there and witness them as they are growing up and see the, the person they are becoming and understand what they like what they are doing in their life right now, who are the people that they are becoming, you know, getting to know them. Am I connecting with them or am I repairing connection? So say there's been a disconnect with them and there's been ways that you haven't wanted to, you know, you've shown up with them in ways that you didn't want to. Have you gone back to them and said, you know, look, I'm sorry, I didn't show up in the way that I wanted to. I'm looking at why I was doing that right now. And that helps to repair connection. It shows them good emotional management. The other thing is, am I like acceptance? So we just talk about that acceptance. Am I accepting myself first of all with where I'm at? And am I accepting my child or my teenager where they're at today? And then loving them. So did I love them today. Now, I don't want to get all flowery about this. Like I love is absolutely amazing. But to me, love is like action and love can be measured in did I show up for them to pick them up from school? Did I drive them to school? Did I show up for them? Because truthfully, there are parents who don't show up for their kids, right? I'm not saying they don't love them, but it is, it is a choice. It is a decision. So when I'm talking about the things that you're doing, they don't have to be big, huge, giant parties of, of, you know, big demonstrative things that you see all over social media about how you show your kids so much love. Like, did you show to me showing love is connecting with them And it is accepting them as who they are. That's part of the love equation. And did I love myself today? Did I accept and love where I'm at and support myself? Because like I said, in the job description example, at our jobs, a lot of the times we have, we have a boss, we have somebody there to help us. Sometimes in our parent parental journey, maybe we have, um, you know, we have a partner maybe, or we have, um, 
a friend that we can talk to about it. But what if we don't in that moment? What if something's gone on and we can't access them? I would suggest building a community of people that you can help get support from in the parenting journey and share what's going on. But if you don't, did you support and love yourself for where you're at with this journey? And did you say, hey, that was really tough that that just happened. And I did a really great job. Like I showed up, I, I just connected with them. I listened to them. That is huge in your job as a parent. And then the other part of it, I would say is managing emotions. So managing emotions involves managing your own emotions. And really when you manage and what I'm really talking about is allowing your own emotions and understanding where they're coming from, then you can make space for them. And then you managing your emotions just by your children or your teenagers watching how you manage your own emotions, you will then teach them emotional management because you will teach them that there is space for their own emotions and how they're feeling. And this comes with, you know, just talking about it in a very open way. Like for if you use the example of going back to sort of repair connection, say you freaked out on your um, your child, which all of us have done, all of us continue to do on a regular basis, I'm sure. But then you can go back to them and say, look, I'm really sorry. I was really scared during that time. Like, and that's where that came from. And I didn't really want to behave that way, but that's kind of how it came out. And I'm kind of recognizing that now. And when they see you do that, then they will see that it's okay for them to make space for their own emotions without calling them, you know, bad or shameful or that there's no space for them or that they should never happen. Um, And so that is how we use that part of the, um, emotional management aspect of it. So look at your quote unquote job as a parent, your job description as a parent. And I think that we are often having so much difficulty with our jobs as parents is because we are basically working from a faulty job description or one that's kind of like ambiguous. And when we're dealing with human beings, it's tough to make a job description about how to raise human beings. But I think a pretty fair kind of core value thing to follow is through what I talk about, which is connection, acceptance, love, and managing emotions. And if you're kind of always heading your compass towards these, then that can really help to guide you on a day-to-day. And then you can just, at the end of the day, look back and say, okay, look at these four things, you know, and it may not be every day and it may be small things every day and you will have the things when you didn't do those things, do not use this against yourself. None of this work is to be used to berate yourself and say, oh, geez, I didn't connect with them today. I should feel really bad. No, 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 no. That's not what I mean. That's going to happen. That's, that's being a human for sure. So don't ever use any work that is in this realm of self-help or I don't know if I want to kind of call it self-help, but self-reflection, never use it against yourself. Use it only for awareness and for showing up in the way you want to show up 
as a parent with your, uh, your teenagers. So I hope this was helpful. And I hope that if you enjoy this podcast, if you wouldn't mind rating or reviewing it, that would be fantastic. And also if you wouldn't mind subscribing or following it, because that would also help increase the reach as well. And I also would invite you to share it if you think that somebody else might have, um, might need to hear this today. So you're doing an amazing job as a parent and maybe you don't feel that right now, but I'm just telling you that if nobody else has told you that today. And I don't think a lot of people tell people that. So you're doing an awesome job and I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening. I have something to offer you. And that is a video that I have made to help if you've ever lost it on your teenager. And I made this video because I think this is something that we all struggle with as parents or caregivers of teenagers. We all struggle with it as parents or caregivers of children of any age, really. And I made the video to explain why we do this, what to do if it's happened to you, and just to give you some support with this situation and release the shame and blame of it all. And I hope that you find it so helpful. So how do you get it? If you go to the show notes of the podcast and click the link that says grab your free video here. It will take you to a page to sign up and the the video will be delivered straight to your inbox. So I hope you enjoy it and have a great day.